Welcome back to Two Crows Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Holmes. Now, if you haven't heard the story of the tentacle tree, you should go and listen to it before you listen to this one. It's a couple weeks back with Frightening Frowin. I read it to Lee as a listener tale, and this is a follow-up on that story. It starts... An untold story from my childhood. As well as the thing in my room, there were other oddities in our house. In the doorway to my room from my little brother's room, there was always a bit of a shadow. It was always darker looking into my brother's room from mine than it was from his room into mine. The obvious answer to that was light, perhaps but the shadow would part like a curtain as you walk through it. It was several inches thick, but it existed one way, only from one direction, should you go through it, and turn around and the path is clear. In reverse, it's clear going into my room, but turning around, and it's like a soft mist clouding your way through the entire doorway depth. I didn't think anything of this at 12, but I became curious around 15. I was odd to anyone, even my friends, as few as they were, so this oddity wasn't anything unusual. I even kept a skeleton in my closet, one of the great puns. I would hang up the Halloween decoration skeleton in the back right side of my closet go digging and you would find the skeleton in my closet. It kept people from asking questions. A Halloween skeleton hiding the actual skeletons in my closet is the perfect pun. So finding a cold spot in the center where the thing lived and a permanent one-way shadow through the door was just extra eccentric things that followed me. I also enjoyed electricity AC or DC, I always drew power from batteries. I stuck my fingers in light sockets, enjoyed the buzz of electricity. This would be important in later years, as I was just odd. Everything around me was odd. And yet, there was always something even odder. In the doorway, the shadows occasionally coalesce into shapes. Almost always an old woman made of shadow, dressed in a robe of shadow, the face cloaked in a hood of shadow. There she would stand and watch me, turning this way and that as I moved across the room. The morning after my illness, she pled with me, using her hands to speak. Something had disturbed her. The night after graduation, when I didn't drive off the cliff as I wanted to, she held her hands about herself, hugging her body and swaying. And the day I met my first wife in eighth grade, she screamed at me silently. She pleaded with me between screams. Though I could not understand her hand movements, I could feel her emotions. Each time my brother nearly killed me, she wept. Because there had been hundreds of escapes over the years, 
we spent together. I told her all my secrets. I shared with her all my pain, my joy, everything. No one else knew my secrets as she did. The day I showed off the ability to push some of the less intelligent members of the class, everyone thought it was just a coincidence, an act, or perhaps my ability to read his body language. Everyone thought it was a joke until the one I pushed the most, Andrew, absently put his hands through a window while others were trying to get my secret for the trick. I was around the corner, out of sight, but I screamed in pain instead of he. I had people stop him from leaving, and everyone but one person shunned me thereafter. She knelt at my side and cried with me, and she knew my greatest secret of all, that I was living my second life. But that is another story. Well now, kind sir, we need to know that other story. Why are you holding out on us? I really enjoy these listener tales. If you have one you want to share, please send it in. Now when I was a little girl, I would sit up at my dad's house and I just knew that I was not alone. I didn't know what was there and it didn't feel evil, but it was unnerving. I remember one day, my grandfather took me to see a movie he was not supposed to take me to see because it was scary. Uh, It was actually the X-Files movie. When I got home, my father knew I was not going to sleep that night because I already had trouble sleeping in his house, and he was very right, but I didn't want him to know that. So I remember... Something in my room was what didn't feel right, so I kept leaving my room, hoping whatever it was would go away, so I would pace around the house. I don't even know how many steps I took that night, but I would hear noises coming from my room. I kept hearing them all night, and then when I finally heard my dad get up in the morning, I rushed back to my room and slammed the... well slid the door closed very quietly, and got into my bed. I did not sleep a wink that night. The next week that I was at his house, I remember being in my room and my blanket sliding off of me super slowly. Nothing had come in my room. I had not fallen asleep yet, and I just remember the feeling of my blanket creeping down my body. I grabbed it with my hands. My fingers clenched on it and I could still feel it tugging down, down, down. And I didn't know what to do because between me and the door was the bottom of my bed. And that's where the entity felt like it was. I just sat there. I sat there scared. I turned on the light from my Game Boy and shined it around the room hoping that light was what would illuminate it and make it go away. As quickly as it was there, terrorizing me, pulling my blanket off of me, it was gone and I felt it leave. I felt it go away and maybe the light was what it was. I pulled that blanket back up 
pulled it over my head as if it was some sort of extra special shield that would take away all the evil entities, but it worked. I finally fell asleep that night, more so than after the whole debacle with the X-Files movie, and nothing happened that night. But that was not the last time that the creature wanted to take away my shield. Now at my mother's house, I also felt things, but they were different. They didn't feel human. They felt animalistic almost. And I would feel things pacing around her house, feel them brush up against my leg, feel them come up against my cheek at night. They didn't feel wrong. They didn't feel evil. They felt comforting. But on the days where things were particularly rough and there was a lot of noise in the house and aggression, things would change. There would be a more evil entity that lurked around the corners of her home. It would chase you down the hallway. It would pierce down into the darkness, into your soul. It was different. It wasn't the same as the creatures that typically protected you. And those would seem to vanish when this one would come to light. Or shadow. Like I said, I always had a really hard time sleeping. And a lot of times what I would do when I couldn't sleep at night was either read or clean. I reorganized my mom's kitchen constantly. And it would drive her insane because she said it wasn't usable the way that I would clean it. I made it look like a model home when I would clean things and they weren't necessarily having items out on the counter where you could get them that you use frequently. I would decorate it and make it look nice. And I, I found a sense of joy in that and seeing the difference between how it looked before and after I started on it. But one night when I was reorganizing that kitchen... I heard a slam behind me. She had a little island, like a little kitchen island, but it was movable. It was a cart on wheels and there were little drawers and a cabinet on it. And that cabinet like kept slamming, like very small, like you open it a tiny bit and close it, not like a full on slam. And I kept turning around and looking and thinking her dogs were there because she had two really small, annoying dogs that would get into things, especially the trash can, but I didn't see them there. They were nowhere to be seen. So I just kept going and kept cleaning and then things kept moving. I would put things in one place, turn around to get it, and it was on the other side of the kitchen. Very bizarre. It was almost like a trickster. It didn't feel evil. It felt weird. Like, a little brother trying to antagonize you or play a trick on you. I got the kitchen finished getting it clean and I went back to my room and I kept hearing that same slam and I went back out to the kitchen, checked it again, nothing was there. Back in my room and my door opened and it had been fully closed and latched so I got back up, closed it again and then again it opened I got no sleep that night. I don't know how many times I got back up and closed my door, but it never happened again after that night. So I don't know what was going on with my door. If there were some weird magnetic energies going on with doors that night, 
who knows, but it was very bizarre and I definitely think about it when I hear a similar sound that isn't present in a way that makes sense. There were other nights that I couldn't sleep that I would go out to the couch and lay down and I would just feel something watching me from the hallway and I would hold in having to go to the bathroom because I did not want to walk down that hallway because it was so dark and I could feel the darkness. It was thick and it just, you could feel eyes on you without seeing them. It was very bizarre and it went on like that for many years. Anytime there was a lot of conflict going on in the home and my sleep would get worse and worse and worse But it had been like that. I'd been fighting sleep um, issues since I was a baby. I was a baby that would lay there and just not sleep. Just be quiet. Be okay with being bored. That's always been, I've always found things to do. I don't know if I ever really complained about being bored as a child. But... I don't know. It's like something was stealing my sleep. I I really couldn't describe it. It's a lot better now. I was on sleeping medication for a while and now I take um, medication for nightmares and I've been able to sleep. I wake up a lot, but that rest has never really fully sunk back into my body or ever was in my body. I'm always tired. It's not like I'm getting enough and I just need less sleep. I'm always exhausted, but I just can't seem to really sleep. So now as an adult with my own home and my own ghosts, I try to keep them as happy as possible because they don't seem bad. Nothing in my house has ever felt evil. One time I was really scared when an event happened, but... I've never felt like it was intentionally there to scare me. And again, I don't know if it's energy from ghosts like we think of them or if it's something else, some sort of just past energy that's still there, events that are still there. I don't know, but I definitely am a believer. What experiences have you had? Definitely send me an email. Let me know what you have witnessed, what you have gone through, what has plagued your life, if you've had the same instances over and over again or different things that have happened or one in particular, I want to hear about it. My email is tylerholmes89 at gmail.com. That's T-Y-L-A-R-H-O-L-M-E-S 89 at gmail.com. Send in your stories or if you want to tell it, yourself on the podcast, I would love to have you as a guest. Thank you all. I adore you. You bring so much joy to my life just knowing that we're connecting on this weird level. And I hope to see you next time. Crow out.